0: This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Top five surprise quarterbacks. I'm gonna go through and, and pull these from different positions at different times during the year, but there's there's a couple guys in this list that I might owe apologies to. Um, at least at this point in the season, but we'll start out number five, TJ Finley from Texas state, uh, who we got to see first game of the season. He played very well against Baylor. And look, this is an sec quarterback who was at two sec schools and then found his way to Texas state. He's played really well. He's a nice fit for GJ Kenny in that offense, but TJ Finley, a bit of a surprise, especially given the exit at Auburn and, I, I still want. I'm, I know it's a personality conflict or whatever he had or whatever happened with with Hugh Freeze. I would think that TJ Finley's better than who they have on the roster right now. But they made up their mind, and he's played pretty well here at Texas State.
1: And I think what is kind of like the uncertainty of just the juggling of that job and yep. whether he was going to you know play or not. Uh, I think you know, and obviously it's. Texas state, he, he knows that he's the guy, even though there's a little bit of a question about that originally, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's played well. Um, you know, they've lost a couple of games. So the talk about when they beat Baylor in the opener of like, Oh, GJ's just going to come in and roll through everybody. And, you know, Texas state's going to, you know, uh, be on, you know, on, on the, the road to glory right out of the gates. No, they've, they've hit a couple of stumbling blocks, but uh, no, they've, they've played well. Um, he's done a good job for them and has held on to that job. And, um, yeah, they're going to be fun to continue watching. So long as GJ sticks around there and continues to build that program, number four, and and he's going to be there. I mean, yeah. he's just a sophomore, so yeah. he's got more time.
0: Yeah, number four, Graham Mertz at Florida. Uh, he is. He was the definition of kind of just there at Wisconsin. He had a couple good games, and look, it's still early, but the Gators are five and two. He just had an excellent game against South Carolina, uh, and Billy Napier has has found a um you know something here in Graham Mertz and good for Graham way to go i I thought it was a little bit surprising that they just let him roll out there and wear number 15 I mean they got a statue of the real guy out there outside wearing that number but hey more power to him and uh they've played well much better I think than a lot of people thought early on in the season and the talk about Billy Napier being on the hot seat in year two I think is it was kind of bogus anyway, but I, I think he's proved it uh, with the way the Gators have improved. Um, they're still not world beaters or anything, and they've got a they got to play Georgia here soon, so that probably brings everybody back down to earth. But Graham Mertz has played well for the Gators so far this season, not turned the ball over a lot at all.
1: Yeah, no, he's uh he's been much better than expected. I think for those uh, that figured like the the play would be whatever the worst of his play was at Wisconsin, and that just would would be what translated. No, it's uh, it's been some good stuff. Like you say, he's protected the football. Probably getting sacked a little bit too much, um, but that's not necessarily on him uh, per se. But I, I think he's done as, as good of a job as you could have expected going into this thing, and he was never going to be the guy that was going to like lead you himself to the promised land. So he's done well enough for them to be sitting pretty uh, with just a couple of losses and very much in the mix.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, Uh, almost 1900 yards passing 12 touchdowns two picks uh, has been sacked uh, though 19 times like you said Craig number three Jack Plummer at Louisville Uh, and Louisville off to the you know the the fantastic start Uh, and you know sometimes when guys are three-time transfers you're like all right well I I kind of felt and this might be more the case than than it is but I kind of felt with Jeff Brom, he was like, okay, I, I need somebody who can run my offense and we'll get through on the other side and figure out who the quarterback's going to be next. But, but Plummer's played really, really well for them uh, and is a, a large part of why they've had that great start. You know, the, the, the loss in the, in the game against Pitt notwithstanding. But, yeah, so far, you know, Jack Plummer's been just the right answer for the 6-1 Cardinals who are, you know, already bowl eligible uh, after kind of all the strife they've had the last couple of years.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll slightly disagree here a little bit. I think they've won in spite of him at times. Mm-hmm. I think that he turns the ball over a bit too much and has a, you know... Um, I probably should have had him lower on the list. Yeah. I put a grand merch above But they're him, off yeah. to a good start, and he's not, you know, keeping them from, from winning games necessarily, but uh, it's been... You know, especially with what's going on with Cincinnati, them looking over the other way at what's going on at Louisville is a tough pill to swallow, and that's kind of a double whammy for them. But yeah, he's been okay. Um, you know, obviously uh, got the, the last name that a lot of people will recognize. Uh, needs to protect the football, um, but you know they uh, they've been able to overcome that, so it's it's worked out well uh, up to this point.
2: He has a, a touchdown to interception ratio based on what was Craig saying with thirteen to eight eight picks, fifteen sacks.
0: Yeah. And he has thrown for a lot of yards. Um that's true. But yeah, he's I probably should have put him lower on the list. Number 2. Jacob Zeno, at UAB. Um I know who's one. He uh Jacob Zeno's uh you know Trent Dilfer has found, you know ways to contain that live arm. I know that um you know Baylor fans remember him and and thought that he was going to be the the next guy and then just could not break through and Blake Shapin was a was the choice. I I think if you f- flip the situation, I think it would be the same. I think uh, Jacob Zena would be kind of doing maybe what Blake Shapin's doing here, developed at quarterback a little bit, but. Not able to, you know, withstand the ridiculous rush that's coming at him, and Blake Shapin would be pretty good at UAB. But I, I do think it bears note that Jacob Zeno has come into his own uh, at UAB, and Trent Dilfer has found something there in him. Maybe he's just afraid of getting yelled at because Trent Dilfer's a yellow. I
1: was going to say, man, I, I don't like his coaching style. Yeah. I, I really am put off by by some of what I've seen from Trent Dilfer. But um, you know, whatever. Uh, I guess, works for them, although it's not working record-wise for them uh, really at the moment. But, uh, yeah, uh, Jacob Zeno's been good. Um, I think that he got a really rude awakening against UTSA. Um, But, you know, he's got some skills. There's no denying that. I just think with the whole situation for Baylor, if you look at oh, well, look at what Jacob Zeno's doing, it wouldn't be any different here. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be any – I mean, same lines blocking, same receivers are trying to catch the ball. So, I I think, you know – It it would have washed out about the same. Uh, Same thing. I think the only argument you could really have made is, like, Gary Bohannon last year. Like, could they have been better with him at the helm? I think you can make that argument. that's a
2: fair argument, yep.
1: They can make that argument. But, like, even, like, looking at Kyron Drones and saying, well, would he be doing better? No, he wouldn't be doing better in this offense the way it is currently constructed. So, I'm glad that Drones is getting a great opportunity out there in Blacksburg and doing well with it. And Jacob seems to be doing pretty well. Uh, You know, still – so got uh, some learning to do, but, uh, you know, getting some good playing time, some good run there with the Blazers, so good for him. Yep. And number one,
0: Brady Cook at Mizzou. Uh, you know, I, I think we had, you know, uh, Graham uh, Bronstein, our intern uh, this summer, uh, is a Mizzou student at the J School and uh, going to be really good in this business uh, one day when he gets a shot. Uh, but you asked him about who the quarterback was going to be uh, at it. And Mizzou fans were all like, oh, I don't know, this is such a mess. And, uh, you know, but Brady Cook's been really, really good. Really I was good. so impressed with him in that game. Yeah. Uh, was it really against Kansas friend. State?
2: Tough kid. Made some big throws. Made some big moments. Look easy. Yeah, I, I and he's been a little bit banged up at times. But uh, good pick there.
1: Yeah, no, he's, he's been good. Missouri just keeps winning. Um, other than, you know, the, what was the LSU game. I mean, they're... They're uh, unbeaten. And so, yeah, he's played well. They've obviously got some studs at wide receiver, one stud in particular uh, that helps make a lot of things uh, much easier for your quarterback. But no, they've been a good story. And I just find it interesting that it's kind of been, I don't know, um, very hit or miss for Missouri the last few years. You know, they jumped right into the SEC pool and won the division right out of the gates. And. And then kind of kind of got quiet here recently, but uh, they're making some noise once again. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm fascinated to see how long they can keep, keep this going. And, uh, obviously, Georgia's the big bad bully in that division uh, that you'd have to get by. But, uh, yeah, Missouri's got a good thing going right now.
2: All right, Paul, very nice. Uh, where would you... If you extended the list, have Kyron Drones?
0: Uh, I mean, Virginia Tech just not very good. Yeah, you know, like I mean, they're okay. I mean, they have like been what he's better, doing there, but, though. And again, yeah, they, he decided
2: uh, to leave because they yeah. were going through the quarterback, uh, I guess you could say, decisions with uh, Bohan and then Shapen.
0: I think he will do well there. I think that the style of ball that they're going to play fits him uh, at, at Virginia Tech, and he's, you know, especially if they let him run a little bit and get that involved, he he can really. He, he's kind of one of those guys on third and seven you're, you're not going to take your eyes off of because he's going to go run for it.
2: I would always have liked to see, and, I, and Zeno, of course, had the two or three passes in the Big 12 championship game that exploded his name out there, but uh, good for them. Good for them. They found places where they can be productive, and I hope they both have uh, a, a really good season before it's all said and done.